Robert Flores. Robert with MLB Network. Good afternoon, Robert. How are you, buddy? Hey, man. How are you? Doing terrific. We are. We're pleased to have you on the program, and it's great to hear hear your voice again. Yeah, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate you uh, you having me on. It, you know, I, I just wanted to uh, start by saying, um, you know, I know we're coming up on a year uh, since Butch Henry passed away, but I just wanted to kind of publicly offer my condolences. Um, you know, I, I I loved being around Butch, and he was just um, just the, the nicest guy, and really kind of embodied Central Texas sports. And I know you and him were very close, and. Um, you know, I, I was really upset when I heard about his passing, but uh, definitely one of a kind. Uh, no question, and thank you very much. A special day today, uh, Robert, in baseball with uh, with Jackie Robinson today. This this truly is a a very special day. Yeah, I mean, it is. Um, you know, when you see all the all the players wearing the number forty two, um, it, it is special, and and I think the players. Uh, themselves to a man take it uh, take it very seriously, um, you, you know. And, and I think that uh, Jackie Robinson still is as relevant uh, today than he ever was. Um, when you consider that, you, you know, he was in his day. Uh, some would consider him a radical or a revolutionary because it was a radical idea to some that a that a black man could play uh, in the major leagues with white players. And uh, it was radical that, that black people uh, would be living among and be looked upon as equal as, as, as white people. So, um, it, you know, it, it, it is, it was a radical notion then. And um, like I said, I, I still think it's as, his message is as relevant as it ever was. Let's, let's talk about uh, what's going on in baseball today. We're, we're, I, I realize it's a very small sample size, but ha, has anything jumped off the page at you early in this season? Um, if you're looking at, uh, if you're talking about teams, I think the, what the Angels are doing thus far is is a you know a little bit eye opening. Uh, Cincinnati Reds also um, offensively what they're doing. Slow starts by the Astros and the Braves. I think those. Uh, a little bit surprising, but but as you as you know, uh, Tom, I mean it, it, it is so so early. I mean we barely played two full weeks, so um, but um, it, it's just something to kind of keep an eye on, um, just something to kind of keep in the back of your mind. But those are the things that stand out to me thus far. We're watching obviously here being a Ranger affiliate. Uh, we're watching the Rangers closely and and their mm-hmm. rebuild process. And man, it's almost like yeah. it's been derailed because of so many stinking injuries, both on the mound and and in the the everyday lineup. Yeah, and, and look, that that was kind of one of the things that um, uh, you know people were talking about could be a byproduct of the of the shortened season from last year. You know, how would these guys respond, especially the pitchers? How would they respond? throwing so few innings um, in, in 2020, how would they respond to now what a full season in 2021? So I, I think that's going to be something that we see uh, really teams league-wide have to deal with. And it's, it won't be just exclusive to one team, uh, unfortunately. And, and one of the guys, that, and I'm, I'm going all over the place. I just got a couple notes here. But uh, one of the guys that we, you know, I'm, 
been keeping an eye on. And again, small sample size and early, but it's sure fun to watch Max Muncy get off to a good start. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, um, he is just part of, I always like to say about the Dodgers, it's like they have three different teams within one 25-man roster. Um, they Or 26-man roster, as it stands now. Um, they are so versatile, and, and Max kind of embodies that. Um, he is, he obviously can, is, is a big thumper, has big-time pop. Uh, he can play you know, multiple positions in the infield, uh, you know, primarily probably suited a little bit more for first base. But, uh, I mean, he has really grown into uh, a very, very good Major League Baseball player. I, I, I Tom, I mean, you, you would know this better than I would. I mean, what kind of what kind of player was he at Baylor? What kind of prospect was he? you know, coming out. He, he was a dude. Make no mistake about it. He was a dude. He was a guy that could play multiple positions. I re, he played second. He played first. Uh, and he'd hit in that three-hole. He, he, yeah, he was – we all knew that uh, that Max Muncy was one of those guys that uh, was going to have an opportunity. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. And, you know – Because it, the, the Oakland A's just kind of like, eh. Okay. Exactly. We were talking <laughs> about that. Out. Robert, we were talking about that in, in the – I'm not sure what adjustments he made offensively when he made the transition yeah. from Oakland to L.A., but he clearly did something differently, and it's paying dividends. Yeah, and, and I think that that is emblematic of, you know, major league players through, through you know, throughout history in that sometimes – you need a change of scenery. Sometimes you need a different voice. Sometimes you need someone to believe in you. You just need an organization or a boss, you know, someone to, to believe in you, to give you a real, real chance, a real opportunity. And, and, and maybe in Max Muncy's case, it was all three because he has really settled in as a vital part of, of a team that I think is going to win, win another World Series this season. All right, I'm going to switch gears on you, and I know i got to let you go here in just a couple of minutes, but I just wanted to get your, your perspective. You, you've, you've done television at the local level. You've mm-hmm. done television yeah. at ESPN where you're covering a multitude of sports. Now you're at MLB Network. What's it like, and what was the transition like for you just covering one sport and covering it intense, you know, with the intensity that you guys do? Yeah, it, it, is, it was a challenge. In that, as you said, coming from ESPN, where it's you got to have kind of your fingers on the pulse of a whole bunch of different sports to just one. And the people that, that watch MLB Network, that watch us, um, they're watching us because they love the game. They're watching us because they can't get enough. And sometimes they know as, as much as we do. Um, they are well-informed. Uh, they know about the game and they are smart about baseball. So you better be as equal to them, if not better. So um, that was a challenge. You know, you, you have to kind of rise to the level of what the demands are and what our fans demand are. Uh, what, what they demand is that you, uh, that you know the game, that you know not just one team, uh, not not you know I grew up in the I grew up in Houston so I know uh, I know a whole lot about the Astros but you know I I need to know uh, about the Chicago White Sox I need to know about the Miami Marlins so um, that was uh, that was part of the transition for me. 
And finally, before we let you go, uh, any special programming as far as uh, Jackie Robinson uh, in the celebration of Jackie Robinson Day as far as MLB tonight or, or any of the, uh, the programs that yeah. you guys have? Yeah, you know, I, I host our morning sh- uh, our morning show, MLB Central, which comes on at uh, 9 a.m. Central Texas time. Uh, and, and we had uh, uh, a handful of guests uh, talking about Jackie. We had Byron Buxton on and Tim Anderson on. Uh, just talking about what wearing number 42 mean to them. Uh, I know MLB tonight will will cover it extensively as well. So, as I said, it's just a uh, it's just an, another reminder just to uh, acknowledge the trailblazer that Jackie Robinson was, but also Tom, uh, the ball player. You, you know, he's known for and rightly so for breaking the color barrier and for for being a trailblazer and for and an advocate for civil rights, but he was a damn good player too. Uh, just look at the numbers. So it's just, I think it's a, it's a great opportunity to continue to celebrate his legacy. Robert continued success, man. We are, uh, every time I see you on television, I'm like, Hey, I know him. I know him. Uh, <laughs> so, man. Hey man, I, I, we, I was just talking with a friend of mine who I used to work with at, at channel 10 when, when I got on, uh, the interview here, and uh, we, 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 you know, we, we, my family and I were there from '94 to 2000, and it was just, you know, we, we still think about it. It was a really, really good time, and, and Waco was in Central Texas was always good to us. Robert, thank you. Continued success. Hey, appreciate it. Have a great week. You do the same, Robert Flores.